Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It is hour number three, Bart. So what does that mean? Well, Dan, you have to ask, but our listeners already know what time it is. It's the power. <clears throat> Hold on. Try it again. It's the power. Hour, 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 hour. What the hell? He just broke the gong. Now, when Alan comes back, he's going to say the, the gong is off the... It's not even hanging anymore. It's not hanging anymore. Daniel's son is all in the wrist. Wow. Why can't we be on video to see this dude? This was a good one, though. Way to break the power hour bell. Yeah, we got we to gotta refasten the, uh, the string here. Look at that. It is broke. This dude, man. It is broke. I, I did notice your wrist is a little strong. Um, been up doing a little work, extra work. Uh, maybe that's why you're so stressed out. You've been doing a little extra work. That's why that wrist is no, so strong. No, we put in the uh, we do the, the we, damn bell. <laughs> yeah. we do the, I say we do the Rocky Four workouts. Yeah. It's all outside. All right, Fistine and Palmetta have been building up them forearms. It, it has to hang for it to vibrate. I know. Damn we, it, just... If we can go to commercial break, I wish we could. Let just talk. No, we're just gonna talk. fix it. We're gonna fix no, it. No, no, you just stay away from. No, it. we're not gonna fix it now. I, we're gonna I'll do it after it. the show. You just no, you just leave no, it. Look alone. At it. No, string. you just you gotta it. tie the strings. No, you just leave it alone. Oh, Ray's coming in now. Look out. Just back up, man. Ray's coming in. This dude's broken the power. I, so what is this? The, now, now officially, we should film this. Now officially, it's the sour hour hour hour. <laughs> You like you like what's the evil Mario? Wario. Yeah, you're Wario. You're you're, you're Wario. Did you just say that like five minutes ago? Or whatever you. <laughs> this dude broke the damn gong, knocked it on the floor. Is it fi- is it fixable? He right? got these pipe pie to sailor man uh, forearms because he's frustrated. That says a lot. You need to get laid, bro. Wow, you're saying it's the sour hour. <laughs> Your forearms way too strong. Too much working out? Yeah, man. Come on. Too and much Mr. working Italian out. Italian beef. And an accurate, too. No, I think I got the uh nah, I got man. the end. There you go. There you go. Ray fixed it. Yeah, you broke it. Ray fixed it. Jeez. So now there's all this pressure on me for tomorrow then, so I can't break it tomorrow. I might have to I might have there to go be- go. I, might, it. I might have to go Beyonce. I might have to You're not I'm leaving. You're not leaving. I might have to I might have to scream power hour and hit the gong. It's all in the wrist, bro. Ray fixed it. Now, get one, should I try one more? No, hell no. No, I, mean, I got to do this so you, I can you, sleep you can't, better. You can't fix it. This so is I can all, sleep better. This Watch. is all about your ego. Here's the it's risk. all about your ego. It's there all about go. your ego. There you go. You, you thought you Fixed thought he, you thought you was hitting the damn drum. Fixed it. In the Kansas City Aerosmith Stadium, uh, Aerosmith Arrowhead. <laughs> you thought you was hitting that, man. It's a damn pan that vibrates. He felt like he was on drumline right quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did man. give it a good whack, though. Nick Shannon. Give it a good one. Yeah, you gave it a big whack. You need to go whack. There you go. Now we're back in rhythm. We're back in rhythm here. I, I, um, I don't know how we get back on rhythm that quickly. I no, we're, th- th- easily. Okay. Easily going to make that happen. All, All right, right, so. What are we leading the power hour with? Leading the power hour with, because we haven't talked about it yet. Baseball season right around the corner, right? Right around the corner. A lot of eyes on the Mets, a lot of eyes on the Yankees, of course. But the Mets, they got the highest payroll in baseball. Steve Cohen spending $370 million on this team. That's a lot of dough. That's a record. Nobody's ever spent more money on payroll in the history of the damn game. Hey, man, you can't count his pocket change. Listen, that's what Nothing. you do. That's what you Nothing. do when you worth 15 billy 
14 billion more than everybody else. Isn't that a nice feeling that you could pay that money and not even know that it's gone? Yeah, please do not take my pocket change. And listen, he made a promise to the fans, and he's living up to his promise. All he got, the only issue, the only thing I want to ask him is, are we going Otani or Machado? That's all I need to know. That's that's what I need to know. Listen, if you're gonna be hated, be all the way hated. Don't be half hated. You know what I'm saying? Go, go right. Go Death Star. So Steve Cohen addressed the media yesterday down in Port St. Lucie, and he was asked if the other owners in baseball, because you know there's a lot of cheap ones out there, are taking issue with how much money the We're Mets are spending the, in the offseason. We're talking about the A's. Yeah, well, a few more than that, actually. Take a listen. At the owners' meeting, I, I, I had owners coming up, and they go, you're 100% right. You are for following the rules, which, which I am. And they, you know, like I said um, in, a, in a previous article, they laid down the rules, and I'm following them. Um, you know, listen, in the end, and I think this is really important, that um, when I measure my success as an owner, obviously you want to win a World Series. But, you know, I'm also going to measure my success on building a farm system so we can create sustainability year in and year out. And um, um, it's really important to me, okay, because, I, you know, that's how you – that's how you really uh, create something that's special, right? And, and, you know, the farm system being innovative and doing new things and, and developing players, uh, you know, taking good players and making them great. And, and if, if we can accomplish some of those things, and I think we can, then, you know, that would be a marker of success for me. Get with the program. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of these other owners that are cheap, that are just taking the money from the revenue sharing, putting, and this it's has crazy. been going on for yeah, a while. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Kansas City Royals. What's uh, what I mean? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, Pittsburgh's got arguably one of the top two, three nicest stadiums and ballparks in baseball, but yet they put no effort in getting a good product on the field. Yeah, because they're still profitable. Right. And they're making money because they're just taking the revenue money, putting it in their pocket, and not transferring it out onto the field and getting some good players. It sucks for the fans. That's what it does. I don't know when the new um, collective bargaining is for baseball. Well, remember, they just figured it out last year, so you still got at least five more years. Well, that's stupid because if they would have looked at the NFL, we have like a um, percentage of the salary cap in which you have to spend. Right. See, they don't have a a percentage that they have to spend, so you have like the teams like Baltimore one year when you look at one player – from another team is making more than the entire roster, like for the for the, right. for the A's, and the A's have a good good a good team. You look at the Rays sometimes, and, and how well the problem they let is great right. players go and don't give them money and just move them. The problem is is that you have a couple of outliers, and this is the argument that those cheap owners are going to use. For example, and the ones that don't want to have a salary cap, even the though Rays. The, 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 right, because the Rays are by themselves; they're a unique entity. They find a way to make it work. But even Oakland, for example. Oakland, who's got the worst stadium situation in baseball to dump, now they're tearing this thing down again, and they're going to be laughably bad this year. Like, if you if you are, if you call yourself an A's fan, there is not one good reason, seriously, for you to actually spend any of your hard-earned money to go watch them play baseball this year. It is going to be laughably bad. Laughably bad. The Oakland A's payroll right now for 2023 is $40 million. <laughs> Forty million dollars. Listen, fans. If I'm fans, I'm not showing up at all. I'm gonna make you. I'm make sure you. You so far in the red. Like you know what? We're not supporting that. You nope. could give me tickets, and I wouldn't take them for free. Even if they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. For fans to 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 make the proper statement, you need to just nobody show up. Like I'm talking about, you go in there, zero people there. Like go go outside of the stadium and don't go in. Don't buy a ticket. Look, it's an awful situation. 
The stadium offers absolutely nothing to you. The organization is inept. They're not going to give you anything credible on the field. It's, you know, big league caliber. And you know what the other thing that they do, Bart, is team like Oakland. They identify guys who might have some sort of appeal to other teams in the league. If they still have... They move them two, three years before they're even eligible for free agency because they know that they could get more from the other team in return. And it's just more prospects, 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 and you load up your farm system, but you're not getting around to see these guys when they become stars and whatnot because they're ultimately just going to be moved to other teams. You know what's crazy? I remember when I um, I was working for the other station. Yeah. And I remember they were talking about this kid, Floriel. Estevan Floriel. And he had the sweatiest palms I've ever shaken hands with. And that was like ten years ago. What that? What you the, shook his hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I, went, I used to go down to Port St. Lucie every year. How about the rest? That was the, the Yankee kid, Esteban Florio, right? Hands were yeah. the sweatiest, most moist hands. I was like, ah, man, I need some good hand moisture, sanitizer. huh? It was, it was something. He was like clammy, like bro, you, you got a, you got a fever. But, but like, what happened to him? You know what I mean? Like, when you think about like, hasn't rec- worked out in recent history, right? You know the the. Um, San Diego had a great farm system, and they were able to develop and did it the right way. That's why I like. Well, now you know, they're spending San, money too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I like the fact that they are spending money because they're not some big market uh, organization. But they but they spend the money. I think it's it's negligent, you know, that the league allows these guys to to have a forty million dollar salary, you know, cap, you know, salary. When you think about, you know, they're getting they're probably how much you think they're getting in the revenue share. I wish they they need to print that. That's what they need to print in the revenue share from the teams like the Dodgers, the teams like the Yankees and the Mets and San Diego, teams that spend a lot of money. How much money are they getting and how much of that money? So that way you can you can really monitor how much of that money is going back into the program. Each team gets about forty million bucks. <laughs> so they just so they, they spending zero. So basically the A's are spending zero. And each is gonna get sixty million bucks with the national the new T V deals too. So they, so listen. You ask yourself as an organization, you're 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 netting sixty million dollars. You're netting more than you're spending on your actual team with the be, payroll be, because you're getting a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and you're only spending forty. Right. So you're netting, and then God forbid, some people come to the game and and you get some parking and you get man. I mean, what's the incentive to what's the incentive to win when it, you know most of these guys that own teams are businessmen and. That's good business. This is their hobby. That's good, and it's their hobby. Yeah, that's good bi- business. If they can, if they can, you know, who knows? Some of these guys probably have local TV deals as well, right? I know, I know that's under duress right now. We don't know where that's going to go uh, with streaming and stuff like that with the, the local markets on the um, the local TV deals, you know, in the small markets. But man, you can make you a hundred million dollars a year. Just think, you 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 netting eighty thousand dollars. A year, I mean, eighty million dollars a year. You do that for ten years, you made. You know, you. you how long had the Pirates suck? For a while, ever since they got rid of Garrett Cole and yeah. all that stuff. And, and sixteen and, or McCutcheon. seventeen was the last year they were in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's been five years. They've made a half a billion dollars. So think about this: you got Baltimore, who's 29th, second to last in payroll. Theirs is at fifty, but Baltimore had a winning season last year. Yeah. And they've got young prospects and all those number one picks that are ready to come up. Now they haven't spent any big money yet, but they're going to start to get good again. Tampa Bay's 27th in payroll. We talked about them. Cleveland, another small market. They don't spend a lot of money. They're 25th in payroll, but they just won the damn division last year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they've got talent. They somehow also seem to figure it out. But what's the excuse for these other teams? There is none. I think I think I think if you if you pass a certain record, then they should 
your share should go to the team that has a low payroll that's winning. But imagine if you're a guy like Steve Cohen. And now look, he, he, he might not be the prime example because he's got more money than anybody. But how does that look, though, if you are an owner and you put a lot of money into your team and your on-field product and you have that check that's going to go 40 million bucks to, let's say, the Pirates or to Kansas City or to some of these other owners that aren't spending a dime and yet all the money that you're putting in, you now have to put a cut of that and give it to somebody else who's too damn cheap? That ain't right. Yeah. And this is a look, and this isn't anything new either. Like this has been a problem with baseball for the last several years. Yeah, I take fifty percent from them, and, 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 be, and for the teams that spent the highest money, pay some of the luxury tax. Because this system is no incentive ever for them to change, and they're making a profit. They're profiting off of you know making fans suffer by putting a god awful product out there. So you know, listen, Cohen. Spend that money, you get all that money back. You'll be a legend around here forever. Mets and Yankees, two highest spending teams in baseball. Come on, man, bias and why too? When is that up for? Uh, so, when is that up for? So a brother can get a raise. Cheese on the taco. Yeah, man, because I'm I'm gonna start having to go. You know, on, on my Sundays, I'm gonna have to start going to sell donuts or something. Can you do do that in between the shows or before the show? I, I do it. So I do. I listen. I do the Jet Show for the love. It's all just to stay involved, as they say, right? <laughs> yeah, just just to keep you out of trouble. I'm the, do- I'm, the I'm the Dr. Phil when when they need therapy after the game. But I they, know what that's like. But they they make it I know hard. What that's man. like they make it hard, brother. It's going to change. It's going to turn. It's turning a little bit this year. Eleven weeks. No, eleven weeks. No, I'm saying body day, body. Yo, Ray Ray Lucas got up out of there, man. Well, he was the last. <laughs> he's a, it's like a thirty cent raise. Oh hell no. <laughs> yeah, but you project that thirty cents out though. <laughs> with that, in, with, in, with that inflation, you you three dollars in a hole. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about, sir? Um, Steve Cohen also asked if anything less than a World Series would be a disappointment. Listen, you know how hard it is to get, to get into the World Series, right? I mean, as we saw last year, right? So the only thing you can do is put yourself in position where good things can happen. Got to make the playoffs. You got to be uh, the team's got to be healthy. It's got to be rested. It's got to be raring to go. And then you let the chips fall where they may. And if you keep putting yourself there, one day we'll get there. Okay. Obviously, I'd love it sooner than later, but you know I can't control that. Hey man, you won 101 games last year and you lost in the first round. Got to finish. It's a crapshoot, right? Baseball's a crapshoot. You could say all the sports are, but baseball really is. The playoffs are sometimes the best team doesn't always win. Right? I mean, Philadelphia last year had snuck into the playoffs. Yep, got hot. Snuck in, got hot, and they were within two wins of a championship. Yeah. And and, and they were how many games behind the listen, Mets? Listen. All, 14 games or whatever? Yeah. All, all, all I ask for is when we get there and we're close and it's the ability to bring some people in on rentals or go out and make a move and we recognize that this team can get there, make the moves. That's I hear all, you. That's all I can ask. Listen, because, you know, you talk about before the season, he's, he's done a great job in bringing in talent, you know, losing the ground, but getting a guy who's durable in Verlander, you know, pairing him back with his, you know, old buddy from his Detroit days and trying to, and trying, and trying to win, right? I mean, I wish he would have got another bat. I'm with you there. You know, but, you know, hopefully guys can stay healthy. You know, Vogelback lost a baby. You know what I mean? So, you know, let's see if he can give you something. Let's see if well, you know Peter Alonzo can have the same jump that Aaron Judge had and be a, you know, uh, uh, a legitimate threat to to have the home run title. 
Well, here's the thing about Pete, too. I mean, a lot of the talk about Pete already here in the spring is about a potential contract extension. Because remember, McNeil got his, yep. and Alonzo's got two more years. So, hey, Pete wants to get paid? Go out there and don't worry about the contract. Just hit bombs. You hit bombs, all that stuff will take care of itself. Then you're going to get paid. Well, I, it's I, as simple I like as that. that. I mean, because we, we, we just saw it with Aaron Judge. Bet on himself. Right. Right? And, and, and put up a great year. If he has a great year, he's going to have a, a legitimate argument. You know who's key for them, though, and he's got to stay healthy? And you saw it last year when, when he was out of the lineup. with Marte? the Marte? Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's, he's a, the heart and soul. Like he's, he's that OG, triple OG. He's, he's a damn good player. And, and I, I was talking to a buddy of mine who lives down there where, where Marte does all the rehab in the offseason down in uh, Miami. Marte was nicked up last year more than the Mets were letting on. He really was. Surgery, too. Surgery was a little bit more serious than the Mets are even letting on here. So. Yeah. Bring him along slowly. Make sure he's ready for the season. But they got to have him around for 162. I'm, I'm games. talking about Scherzer too. He broke down. Oh yeah. Oh Scherzer. I thought you yeah. said surgery. Scherzer. Well, I, got, I got pistachio in my mouth. Is that what you're eating over there? I saw that. I'm pistachio. Trying to, I'm trying to hit healthy, man. I hear you. When I hit the base this summer. It's gonna be epic. <laughs> summer of Bart. Epic. Summer of Bart. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. As far as the Yankees are concerned, hey, a lot is expected from them, certainly. Even though they have a little bit of a speed bump here already with the rotation with Frankie Montas, they're not going to have him. But Aaron Judge is back. He got paid. He's the captain. And now people are going to expect a lot from him, certainly, when you're getting paid all that type of money here. But the one thing missing from Aaron Judge's resume is a World Series. He hasn't gotten that yet. He spoke to the media down in Tampa about not hoisting that trophy as of yet. It bothers me. I think it bothers the group as well. You know, every every year that we don't, you know, finish what we started, you know, it it wears on us in different ways. And like you said, each season's a little different. If it's getting kicked out in a wild card game to a ALCS game seven to, you know, ALDS, you know, they all sting, but they sting in different ways. And I think as the years go on, you know, you make improvements from, okay, that last year we weren't able to do this. Let's improve on that. And all of a sudden, you know, you fail again and fail again. But I think every failure kind of pushes you towards that ultimate goal of, 
finally finding what works and what will kind of put us over the edge. Well, you hope. And this is the thing, too. Yeah, great. Got your money. Got the captain C. Mm-hmm. Now you got to do what captains do. Because everybody else that won a captain, won, had the captain on their C, at least got them to the, to the World Series. I mean, the elephant in the room is, as a Yankees fan, you can't even enjoy regular season success. Because that's a given. It's always regular season success. But it builds you up to say, oh, this is the year where it's going to be different. And it hasn't been different. So now he's the C. So now, listen, also that C, you can't have bad series like he had this year. After having a great season, when it, when the chips were on the line, he didn't show up. Because fairly or unfairly, that's all you're gonna, they're going to remember you by. I mean, unless you have a record-setting regular season like he did, but people are always going to draw back to the playoffs, right? Yeah. And that's what the expectations are. Now, with the Yankees, look, the question is simple. Did they do enough in the offseason to close the gap on the Astros? Because when they went toe-to-toe with the Astros and the LCS, they got embarrassed. It wasn't even close. And the Astros, they were the best team. They won the World Series that all well and good. But have the Yankees done enough to close the gap? We're going to get our answers at the beginning of the season. I think that... Rodon's a big pickup with the rotation. I felt really, really good about where that starting five was. And then you have the Montas news, so that kind of throws that thing up a little bit. But, I mean, look, the Yankees, to me, Bart, are going to be basically what they've been the last few years. They're going to be a team that right now is the favorite to win the division. But have they done enough to say they're a World Series team? Maybe. But we're only going to find out in October. I know that sounds like a cop-out, but, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, Toronto, Toronto's right there. Toronto's too, man. good. They're, they're talented, man. So I know they didn't live up to expectations. Tampa's a pain in the neck. They're not on that level, but Tampa is always going to be a team you got to account for. Look, it's not easy. Like we just got done talking about with the Mets. Mets won 101 games. 101 games, and they were out before you could bat an eye in the playoffs. That's yeah. how fast this thing could go. And the Yankees didn't go too much further. Exactly. So, listen, we, we hope that. You know, the Mets and the Yankees are our hope to to bring a championship back to the to the metropolitan area. They've got to be the two teams, right, in this city out of all the sports. I mean, that are the closest. Yeah, right? I mean, maybe the Rangers. I'd still say the baseball teams. Well, ask the people. I think it's the baseball teams, but we could. Which teams do you think have the best chance? Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Problem with the Rangers is. Best team in, the best team in the sport right now is in the Eastern Conference, and that's Boston. So, I think it's the baseball teams. It's got to be. I mean, it, it, it Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving broke our heart. You can't say them. It ain't the Knicks. It ain't the football teams yet, sad nope. to say. According to you, um, what about the um, the Devils? Since you, Devils aren't there yet. No sense since you want to break you want to bring you want to bring jerseys to it since it doesn't matter. No, Devils are still there. <laughs> no, they're not there yet though. Um, it's the baseball teams, but the pro- like that that's the problem with when you have a sport like baseball where they play 162 games. It's a long season. What do you choose to remember? You know, like like for ex- for example with the Mets, you want 101 games. By all accounts, that's a pretty damn good season. Right, you had a lot of good moments. You had more good moments than bad moments over six months. What do you remember? The hundred and one wins, or do you remember the three games in the playoffs where your season ended? Right, like do you allow the three games against San Diego to overshadow and to tarnish all the good things that you did from one to one hundred and sixty-two? 
That's what's that. That's what's really strange about baseball and, and how you reflect and what you try to make of it. Like even with legacies, like I talk about that all the time when we compare players and why we get so geeked up with championships, you know, and trying to evaluate a guy's legacy. The majority of your career is going to be in the regular season. It's not in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. Like you're a football player. You play 16, now it's 17, but you play 17 regular season games. If you're balling out as an MVP, like Aaron Rodgers, he won back-to-back MVPs. And then those two years they go to the playoffs, he didn't get to a Super Bowl. But were we going to say his year was trash? No, he was the MVP. Yeah, but you make your fame in the postseason. So, you know, Mahomes would have lost to Jalen Hurts. This would have been the season of Jalen Hurts. Right. Not Patrick Mahomes. But he had a good year. Yeah. Like Hurts had a really good year. But it, you also don't want to fall into that trap of like history's written history's written by the winners. But but then it also like with the quarterbacks, you know, like the Dan Marino, like Dan Marino was great, but he only went to one Super Bowl, lost it. I mean, there's other quarterbacks judge, who are a lot worse than him that won Super Bowls. Judge Judge has been Judge has been in the league how long? 2017 is really what his big first full year was, and, and they tw- went to the ALCS, and he could have won the MVP that right. year. So it's like what. What, no, seven, eight, nine, two, one, two, six years. This will be his seventh year, seventh full season. Seven, seven years. Would you say his career has been better than Bryce Harper? No. Bryce Harper's got two MVPs and a championship. No, he doesn't have a championship, excuse me. But he's got two MVPs. I keep thinking he, Bryce Harper wasn't on the, the Nationals. They, oh, no, wait, wait, he was. Yeah, he was. They won a year after he left. He was on the Phillies this that's year, right. losing. That's right. Yeah, but that's what that's what I'm saying though. Like, but you know, you still would say Bryce Bryce Harper has been the better player, right? Because he's got the two MVP awards. Even though you can make the case that 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 Judge, you know, could have had the second MVP, but he, without the but, cheating, but he without Tuve, but, but he showed up in the pivotal moments. He showed up for the Phillies this year in the postseason, right? So he's got those big moments. You know, what I mean, the walk offs. He's got that. Like, Judge is put in that same category, but he hasn't been able to do it, you know, in, 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 the, in the most important times to get by the Astros. But then you also have guys who, for one reason or another, they're not star players, right? But they rise to the occasion in the playoffs, and they always seem to find a way, right? Those are the guys, like, everybody wants it, like, Big Shot Bob, right? Guys like him. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to take, like— But that Big Shot Bob hits one big play that we remember. Right. Judge, I'm talking about carrying this team, like where you like, damn, he's the MVP of this series, even though he may not, you know, he they didn't win. Like he he hasn't had that defining moment in the postseason, and and now you know that C should have a lot of weight on it. That C should have a lot of weight on it. You sure, know, that record, like this is the thing that may be the best season he has in his career, and now everybody's going to measure him up to that one. And if he falls short, I'm like, man, like, oh, he's falling off, or he's not as good, or man, he got paid the money, he's not. God forbid, this year he gets injured. Well, well yeah, because they, they got a lot of money coming to him, and it's a bottom line business. You got to produce because he hasn't shown that he can stay healthy, and that was the hesitancy, and he stayed healthy for one year. But it's funny how guys stay healthy when it's a time to get paid money. The motivation is the highest. Well, I mean, like in baseball, you take an example. What about like Mike Trout, right? Dude was been the best player in baseball pretty much he don't for the last about, he decade. He don't care about winning. He would have never signed that contract back with the Angels knowing that he's a big Phillies fan and he always wanted to come to the Eagles game. Somebody put $400 million in front of you. You turning that down? 
the Phillies would have put the same. Don't act like the Phillies ain't got that bread. They do. They would have put but it right there. But I don't know there. about four. Well, I don't know, but he was still a couple of years, what, a couple of years away from free agency? You don't know what would have happened. What if he suffers an injury? Something happens, you know, to when anybody would be stupid. What I'm saying to is he don't care about winning because he signed. No, but how do you think about it? For I got his- more respect for uh, John Carlo because he put those uh, checks inside of his contract that if they weren't trying to actively win, that he would be gone. Now he's trying to plead to Otani well, to stay here. Why, well, if I'm Otani, why the hell am I stay here so no, I can be you? My point In is, Japan, is though, they they reward winning. But it, but I'm saying though, like if you're a guy like Trout, he's been a great player, but because the rest of his team, i.e., the pitching hasn't been there for the majority of the time he's been there. The, the Angels have been trash, and the Angels haven't been on the big... Remember, he's made the playoffs only once in his career. But how do we look at Mike Trout's career? We can't say he's a bad player. He's a real good player. He'll, but, ne- he'll never be considered one of the legends, in my opinion. Oh, because if he doesn't win, of course you need, not. you need the stage. Right. You have to... I mean, only getting there once. Like, that takes a little bit away from the argument, but this is a guy who's one of the great players. I mean, he's if he... Stays healthy, for example, and I know he's had the injury bug the last couple of years, but if he has another like five good years that's like peak trout, you're going to go down and they're going to talk about this guy historically as like one of the best, you know, outfielders, right hand hitters of all time. I mean, you know how these nerds are with baseball with the Saber metrics. They love that stuff. And his numbers equate to some of the legends of all time. You know, they'll try to tell you that. But he hasn't won. So that's the objective is to win or at least be competitive. He ain't even competitive. Forget winning. But baseball's so hard. Like, you could be that great guy. But let's say if I'm the only guy that you well, got to worry I, about I, well, in a lineup, I just won't pitch to you, for example. Well, acts be traded. He needs a stage. He needs an opportunity to be amongst. And you need moments. And, you know, if if the Angels aren't going to provide the moments, his contract after Otani get paid and what Judge is getting paid now. Otani's like, going to be gone, too. Would seem like much of, of a discount. Well, Tony's going to be gone. Let me say hi to uh, Jose in Brooklyn. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Jose, what's going on? Good today. Hope y'all well. Good, Jose. What's up? Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Rangers as, as far as the best New York team or the best chances in New York to get a championship for just a couple of simple reasons, and I'll, I'll let you guys weigh in. One, they could build off of a really successful postseason last year as opposed to the Yankees, who kind of fell flat and got something to prove to themselves. Um, two, the Boston Brewers are being historically good, but they can easily be the Yankees of last year where they fall flat in the playoffs. So, you know, the Yankees are coming in with projections, but I think the Rangers have a lot more to build on. Um, the Yankees still got a lot to prove, even though they did bring some pitching, and I hope it's enough. But the Rangers right now look like they're poised to make a real big step. As good as the Bruins are doing, they still got to prove they could do it this year in the playoffs. So that, that's what leads me to believe that. I, uh, Jose, I hear what you're saying, I, I, and I thank you for the phone call. Here's the only problem with that. Number one, I'd feel a lot better about the Rangers' chances if, if the goaltender was playing at the same level he was playing last year, and he had a rough one again last night. Um, but it's hard to say, you know, building off of what they did last year because, you know what, Colorado won the Stanley Cup last year. How's that working out for them this year? You know, they're not awful, but they're not cup level. And I know that they've had injuries and whatnot, but Colorado's in third place in their own division. They won the cup. So they had a pretty long run last year. It, and, and you know how hard it is in any sport to stay good from one season to the next? Not stay good, stay great. That's hard. Like, you'd be good. But why do you think we haven't had as many repeat champions? I mean, the NFL, we haven't had one in freaking 20 years. Baseball, we haven't had one since the Yankees won three in a row. From 98 to 2000. Like, it, it's hard to stay consistently great. 
Yeah, because parody, you had, and it's managing egos. And they want parody, too. Yeah, but it, you got to think, it's managing egos, right? Guys want to get paid. They have success. They want to get paid. Uh, teams also, look what's happening with the Philadelphia Eagles, right? They have 20, 20 um, free agents, but what did everybody do? They peeled off their coordinators to weaken them. So now you got somebody else that you have to try to replace. Hell, they call him my old friend Jim Leonard to try and, you know, Audition to be the defensive coordinator he in never, Philly. Yeah, they. Call, I didn't see that really. Yeah, I think he got screwed. By the way, I think he should have got a better deal in, in Wisconsin. What do you mean? Come on, man. As the head coaching job. I mean, bro, they made, they made him a coordinator with no experience. He did a good job. Like, he stepped right off the field straight to being a coordinator. How many people get fast tracked that fast? You know, I mean, coaches would have loved to be a Come defense on. coordinator. Like his coaches that don't get fast tracked like that. That's he, true. He came off the field and was a linebacker coach and defense coordinator in less than two years. Well, he was a Wisconsin guy. That's his alma mater. Then he yeah. takes over as the interim head coach when they bagged. Um, yeah, but you know they wanted they wanted a uh, proven. They hot, got Luke Fickle, right? Yeah, I mean you got to think. Look at look at what that's Wisconsin. That's a leg. That's a legacy. It's a program. That's a legacy uh, program. Like outside in the Big Ten, you think Michigan, you think Ohio State. And then it's up to debate, Wisconsin or Penn State. No, you're right. And Wisconsin has kind of owned that other division in the Big Ten yeah, for a good number of years, which I hate, by the way. So you want to get over the top. You get over the top, you got to go get a brand name. And Fickle, you know, remember, he took Cincinnati, which was a, a group of five. But they can't recruit. They can't recruit, like, Wisconsin potentially. Not historically, recruit. no. Even right. though we had that team that went, you know, to the championship, or the yeah. college football playoffs two years that's, ago, that's and they got went, waxed. That's because he went to Detroit and got the sauce. He got the sauce, that's right. Sauce, he had Kobe Bryant. He had two of those guys who were uh, NFL corners, among others here. But, I mean, look, it's a smart move for Fickle. And he at least had a cup of coffee coaching uh, at Ohio State after everything went down with Trestle once upon a time. But, hey, well, I didn't see that, though, with Jim Leonard. I wonder if he's going to get that job. I mean, interesting, you know what I mean? Um, it's, but, you know, you think about what those other teams did, right? Like Indianapolis taking the offensive coordinator. And Arizona, they don't know what the hell they're doing anyway, taking Jonathan Ken. It's just amazing how many teams fall into the trap hiring these coordinators, who've only been coordinators for like five minutes anyways. Right. And just because they have one good season, oh, they're the next best thing. Like, how do you know they can lead teams? This is how funny it is, right? You look at both of the Philadelphia Eagles coordinators got jobs. And the winning coordinator, <laughs> and the enemy. He made a lateral move. He made a lateral move. <laughs> and they're throwing gets, bouquets at him. He, he, like, gets, he, gets, he won, he's the mayor. He gets, and, you, oh and listen, God. once I saw Matt Nagy, Go back once he went out and proved that he couldn't be a head coach. We knew that he was lurking. They gave him one of the, I don't even know what his his title might have been motivational speaking. Uh, Matt Nagy, I don't know what he yeah, was doing. Defensive, offensive, special team assistant, head coach. Like they just threw some bull crap to bring him back. And I know Eric is like, man, how did this dude get credit for uh, being an offense coordinator? But I won two Super Bowls. Yep. And I can't I can't get any credit. So you know what? If I go and make the commanders a winner, they got to give me credit because the head coach is a defensive guy. That's how crazy. This dude had to move halfway across the country just to get some damn respect. Matt Nagy was probably telling people, it's like, oh, by the way, I was a head coach once. I made the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> That's what he's telling people. That's how he's hanging around. Mitch Trubisky, I got him to the damn playoffs. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So no NBA yet tonight. They still got a couple of more days for that. Knicks are back at it Friday night in Washington against the Wizards. Nets return. Let me see when they play. Let me see when they play. Is it Thursday or is it Friday? So tell me this. Who do they put on the tickets now? Like who, who, who's that, who are they selling to the people? For the Nets, you mean? Yeah. Do they actually have? Do they actually have like hard tickets now, or is it all like the digital? It's still graphics on the digital, and, they, and those are probably easier to do, right? Because it's just like boom. Yeah. Um, Sp- Spencer Dinwiddie. Wow. They get the old ones, the the throwbacks, because they had Spencer Dinwiddie before, so they just put like the old pictures of him on the on the new tickets. Ben, ben they, they got some Ben Simmons. Ben, ben Simmons might get punched. Like somebody might. Can you imagine Ben Simmons like out eating somewhere? And fans driving by him, like, hey, hey, Ben, listen, he won't, he won't hit you. Go say what you want. Just put a, a, a picture of a basketball in front of you. He, he'll turn the opposite way. Like if your face was a basketball, he wouldn't come near you. Yeah, you just take the little Jordan Jammer. Hey, Ben, 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 ah, it's a basket. Where do you think his? Where, what do you think he's thinking right now, man? Listen, with all this stuff, I wish they had the amnesty, man. I wish they had the amnesty, like back in the day, like when you can kind of amnesty a player. Man, because this contract, listen, he's just looking for a way out. Like, give, give him a way out. Like, hey, you can just retire. We'll pay you your contract over the course of 20 years. We'll make him Bobby Bonita, and, oh. we'll, and we'll pay you over 20 years. You'll get your money, but just just go. I had to, I, I, Give his salary cap space. Just just go. I had to look it up. Do you realize after that he's still got two more after this year? Oh, my god. What's more painful, this contract or the last two years of A-Rod? This. I think this. Because at least they. Oh no no no! What, what's the guy? What's the guy that was from the Red Sox that went and played uh, outfield? Oh, Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, is it worse than Jacoby Ellsbury? Jacoby Ellsbury might be worse, but thirty-eight million next year, forty million the year after that. Then he's a UFA. Like, don't this dude own Alibaba, man? Just give this dude a couple. Hey, look, man, listen. I'll let you work for Alibaba. You ain't never got to show up. We'll pay you through Alibaba, bro. Just go Alibaba. Let, let us get our salary cap space. Retire, and we'll we'll hire you at Alibaba for two years as a two-year consultant. You ain't never got to come to work. But, you know, do you think he's going to end up spending enough time with Brooklyn to where you're going to include Ben Simmons on any list that says, you know, worst contracts in New York sports history? Of course. Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can dig that. I can dig that. At, you know, but at least we'll see what happens. Maybe he can be – because he's a guy that can't play off the ball, so when Kyrie and KD got the ball – What just, can he do? He just looked lost, so he can facilitate. So just let him be be that until they start going hack a bin and he has a, a breakdown somewhere. Or I think the well right the, the question is going to be could they find a way 
to dump that contract on any other team? Could there be another team out there that has oodles of cap space? Sure. And they said, even if this guy doesn't even play, you know, that's all right. We'll just do it for cap space purposes. Okay, see, they'll buy him out. <laughs> Okay, see with their forty draft picks, yeah, they're so they're going to send them over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 just go get Ben Simmons. You know, you just... It is crazy how many draft picks Oklahoma City has, but you know what? They got <sighs> Oklahoma City. They got a future if they if, if Chet Holmgren can ever stay they, healthy. Listen, Ichabod, Shane Gilly, Ichabod Crane. Listen, yeah, Shane. Where's I, I did... Shane Gilly playing? By the way, where's he? Where's his next home going to be? Well, they paid him. He ain't going nowhere. That's okay. They, they like him. They ain't going nowhere. Well, they like him, but he may not like them. He likes he, them now. He signed a contract. No, I, so did a lot of guys. So did Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I tell you what, man. I'm looking. No, but at I'm it. saying he, SGA is so good. Yeah, yes. He's so good. Like that's but, but, a guy but, that but, if I if but, I need a star, watch. I'm trying to poach but, him in I mean, the worst it, way. Listen, the Nets need a, a superstar. The Pistons need a superstar. Watch Wayway get picked and they win, and, he, and, and you're gonna have two. You're gonna have a number eleven between Chet Holmgren and Wayway um, sitting there in Oklahoma, and nobody cares. They're going to have two great players. It's like having James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Westbrook in Oklahoma. Watch they mess around and win the draft and get or or no, no, I can't say Cleveland because Cleveland's too good. But like, watch, watch them or the Spurs get them. I don't want to get. We got we got to watch this dude wasted in Texas. I don't want to get you too excited, but I mean, it's not happening this year. I actually like what Detroit's doing, at least with the guards. With Jaden Ivey and with Cade, I mean that's going to be one of the most exciting teams. Oh, I course. think once they get yes. their act together, yeah, during like, they're going to be exciting. I think it's time to get rid of Casey. I, I you know what I like, gave him. He's, he's a Hall of Fame. Coach. I thought he got a raw deal in Toronto because yeah. he 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 could beat everybody in the Eastern Conference except LeBron James. Yeah, but, and they fired him, but they won without him, and then they won a championship without him, which makes it look worse. But I don't know if he you he know ain't what? the right you know guy what? for you know, this. Detroit Detroit forgives. Go ahead and, and, and hire Doga next year. Listen, we don't care if you we don't care if you if you if you fornicate inside of the uh, organization. We don't care. We won't even mention. Do what you do, player. If she wanted to give it to you, she can give it to you. We ain't got them type of rules. Bad boys, go, go be a bad boy. Do what you do. Just show up on time. Is that NBA policy? No, that's Detroit policy. Just show up on time. If you want to go, if you want to go to 007, the strip club, you want to go to Sting on Michigan Avenue, go do you. Target, you know, shake your tail feather, Nelly. Do what you got to do, baby. We don't care. But we need a young guy that's going to get disciplined, something like that, man. Like, I think Casey's it's a wrap. I think Casey needs to go coach a team that's kind of like already made to made to win, like ready to win. Yeah, we need somebody that can identify guys. in Detroit. You know what I mean? Especially if we mess around and get way, way. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.